Proceeding with the second stanza, verse-by-verse commentary. This covers verses 9 through 16 of the psalm. The theme again is this. By God's word, a youth can remain morally clean or pure. Let's consider the second stanza in its entirety, starting with verse 9. How can a young man keep his path clean? By keeping on guard according to your word. With my whole heart I seek you. Do not let me stray from your commandment. In my heart I treasure up your saying, so that I may not sin against you. May you be praised, O Jehovah. Teach me your standards. With my lips I declare all the judgments that you have spoken. I rejoice over your reminders more than over all other valuable things. I will ponder over your orders and keep my eyes on your paths. I am fond of your statutes. I will not forget your word. I'm back to verse 9. How can a young man keep his path clean? By keeping on guard according to your word. Keeping on guard. Young children are often safeguarded by parents and other responsible ones for much of the spiritual filth or contamination that degrades the morality and spirituality of imprudent ones lacking the understanding and foresight to realize the danger of such things. Proverbs 22.3 says, The prudent one sees the danger and conceals himself, but the imprudent keep right on going and suffer the consequences. As these precious children grow, they should be helped to gain enough prudence to be aware and cautious of spiritual pitfalls that have been common during critical times hard to deal with, as 2 Timothy 3.1 says. While loving people, they will still need to guard their associations from, or close associations from bad company that corrupts good character. 1 Corinthians 15.33, the NIV. Thus, how can a young man keep his path clean? The answer is expressed this way in the Amplified. By taking heed and keeping watch on himself according to your word, conforming his life to it. God's word, including the book of Proverbs, contains much divine instruction that can assist all to protect their spirit from ruin. May we treasure Christian teachings and guidance toward God's reward of eternal life, peace, and happiness. Verse 9 says again then, How can a young man keep his path clean? By keeping on guard according to your word. Verse 10 continues, With my whole heart I seek you. Do not let me stray from your commandments. Loving God with one's whole heart. Yes, especially in this world fraught with spiritual danger, do we need to rely upon Jehovah each day, seeking his guidance and direction, trusting him to know what's best for us? The psalmist treasured his relationship with God and sought him with his whole heart. Jesus said it was the greatest and first commandment of the Mosaic Law to love God with all one's heart, soul, mind, and might. The Apostle John writes at 1 John 5, 3, 
But this is what the love of God means, that we observe his commandments. Yet his commandments are not burdensome. Thus the psalmist pleads that God help him not to stray from his commandments. Jesus said the second commandment, like the first, was to love one's neighbor as oneself. Then he said, On these two commandments the whole law hangs, and the prophets. May we thus seek to grasp this love for God, desiring to please Him in response to His great love for us. Again, verse 10 states, With my whole heart I seek you. Do not let me stray from your commandments. Verse 11 reads this way, In my heart I treasure up your saying, so that I may not sin against you. Treasuring God's sayings. Regarding helping us to remain clean before God, verse 11 holds a key. Treasuring God's saying to avoid sinning against him. Jesus said at Matthew 7, 24, Therefore, everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does them will be like a discreet man who built his house on the rock. In God's word are found many motivating expressions helping us remain faithful to God as we ponder them, endeavoring to see how to live by them each day. These sayings need to affect not only our speech, but also our actions. It is not always enough simply to know God's standards. We need to develop heart appreciation for them, perhaps with shrewdness or prudence, to see the blessings and rewards of choosing the right course and some of the problems and troubles caused by choosing poorly. Thus we can more readily hate what is bad and choose a good path. References Psalm 97.10 and Proverbs 2.20-22. So again, verse 11 reads, In my heart I treasure up your saying, so that I may not sin against you. Then we have verse 12. May you be praised, O Jehovah. Teach me your standards. Teach me. Who is worthy of such praise or honor more than the progenitor of the human family and creator of this incredible universe and planet and every good thing contained therein and upon? James 1.17 refers to God as the giver of every good and or every good gift and every perfect present. At Revelation 4.11, a heavenly group exuberantly states, You are worthy, Jehovah our God, to receive the glory and the honor and the power because you created all things. Because of your will, they came into existence and were created. Acknowledging God's right to such glory or great honor, the psalmist next expresses desire to be taught God's right standards governing human conduct. In other words, his beneficial bounds, rules of conduct or lines of living. James counsels at James 1.5, So if any one of you is lacking in wisdom, let him keep asking God, 
For he gives generously to all and without reproaching, and it will be given him. Thus may our request to God be regular, especially to understand and apply or live by his guidance in life. Thus growing in our relationship with him and with others, pleasing our loving God and Father Jehovah and strengthening our hope of an endless life in true peace and happiness. So once again, once again, verse 12 reads, May you be praised, O Jehovah. Teach me your standards. 